Good morning, Ohio. It's James Lewis of This Dream House, the show that is all about the house. We're excited we have Katya from the Kenyan Art Studio today. Before we get to her, we're going to give out our email address because we love to give away prizes here at the Dream House. It's tdhcincy at gmail.com. Once again, tdhcincy at gmail.com. Katya, thank you for joining us today from, of course, the Kenya Art Studio. Uh, thank you for inviting me, James. Uh, we at Kenai Art Studio are very excited for this opportunity to be on the radio and speak about our studio. So tell us about the studio. What is it? Uh, we opened the studio a year ago. It's a small uh, art studio on Main Street, Mason, Ohio. And uh, we give people opportunity to come and uh, take art classes. Uh, we cooperate with Pop Revolution Gallery, which is uh, located in the same building, and we cooperate and we offer people various art events and workshops. But the majority of our business is uh, teaching people art classes. That sounds like a lot of fun. And then, like you mentioned, having the studio there, that sounds like a really cool opportunity to do some great events. Yeah, yes, that's what we do, exactly. I mean, of course, COVID-19 changed our plans, <laughs> but uh, uh, we are still offering art classes, and we uh, are very happy that we, uh, you know, our uh, summer camps are very popular. It's, we, we accept only six people, so it's very small classes, but people give us very good reviews, and a lot of people who attend our first uh art uh summer camp and they come for more so that's that's wonderful yeah i was going to say that's a ringing recommendation that they keep coming back to and and are having a such a great time what type of art do your students like to create you know we we encourage people who come to our studio to uh, uh explore and experiment we offer painting drawing mixed media classes uh, in future, we will be offering jewelry making and ceramics. So people really have a wide range of activities that they can do with us. I was going to say, do you have any students that like to make uh, people out of paper? Because that is uh, what my son loves to do. He loves to find anything, scrap paper or uh, garbage bags uh, from, you know, like your Kroger bag. And turn them into Blair Witch style looking people. It's kind of interesting. Oh, how neat. You know, we our, our classes are very small, and that's how we intended them to be, because we want to provide personalized attention and personalized program to each student. So when people come to our class, we ask them at the beginning of the class what they want to explore today. So if your son would come to our class, uh, we would encourage him to follow his passion, and we would provide materials for him, and we would work with him uh, on this project. So it, it, is, is awesome. it is very individualized attention to each student. That's what we are trying to do. Excellent. That sounds like a great learning environment. What are the stages of the creative process? I mean, let's let's define the creative process first, right? Creativity is an ability to develop new and original ideas, right, methods or objects, 
and turn them into the reality, right? And we are trying, it's characterized by the ability to perceive the world in new ways, uh, to find hidden patterns, to make connections between uh, seemingly unrelated phenomena and to generate solutions, right? So, mm-hmm. and it involves characteristics of both reasoning and imagination. And uh, there are actually four stages of a creative process. In 1929, English social psychologist and uh, uh, London School of Economics co-founder Graham Lewis developed uh, a model uh, which he called the art of thought, and he outlined the four stages of creativity, and they are preparation, incubation, illumination, and verification. And uh, during the preparation stage, we define our goal, and we anal- or we analyze the problem that needs to be solved. For example, if we decide to write a book, uh, we do the research for the book. Of if we um, are, uh, you know, if we need a solution for very complex engineering problem, we start gathering data and we build our knowledge base. And then the incubation state, uh, stage uh, comes to play, and it involves the process of real, uh, reflective thought. Uh, we let our mind wander, so to speak. At this stage, we need to trust uh, our intuition. And hopefully, at some point of this, we arrive to illumination state, stage which is uh, this wonderful moment of aha when we get an idea, an insight, and suddenly everything is clear to us. We got it, and it uh, really feels amazing. And the final stage is, of course, the verification and implementation. When we make our idea real, we verify, we test our ideas, our solutions, and we decide uh, how we're going to proceed with implementation. So um, that's the four stages of creative process. Awesome. So it sounds like uh, the students are learning a lot. And then, of course, with what they learn there, what, how do they apply uh, what they learn from art into their regular lives, into their uh, their other world of education. You know, the the, the first uh, the first lesson for them, the first learning is, uh, uh, and that they they actually realize that uh, creative process is not a simple aha that strikes without warning. I mean, that creativity just doesn't strike you like lightning. You have to actually learn the creative process. We tell students that truly creative people uh, must imagine, they struggle, they reimagine. So it's, it's you know, while working on uh, on projects. And creative process is universal. You know, the creative process can be applied, the principle of creative process can be applied to any area of our life. And um, they act, the, the students can apply uh, these principles to any goal that they set for themselves or for any problem that they face. Um, and uh, work of art is, of course, a perfect example of creative process. Uh, by coming to classes and doing various artworks over time, our students get very familiar with all stages of creative process. Um, they exercise their creativity on a regular basis, and our projects there um, they are kind of condensed 
uh, creative process because it's not very time consuming. You can go through all four stages in, in two or four hours. It's not like writing a book or, or doing scientific research. Um, so our students, uh, you know, they take a lot from this learning by doing it over and over again. And uh, first of all, they learn courage. You know, yes, creativity takes courage. You know, it's it's very interesting because uh, it happens to my, my adult students over and over. They come to my studio the first time and they want to take an art class. And you know how they spend first 10 minutes of art class? They start oh. explaining. <laughs> they start explaining to me why it's not going to look good. They hmm. they start with excuses. Oh, I'm not creative. I hear it all the time from first time students. I hear it all the time. I'm not creative. I'm not creative. I, it's not going to look good. You know. So there is a fear that we teach them to overcome. And again, courage can be applicable to any areas of our lives. Right? We all need courage to live. And exactly. uh, uh, creativity uh, requires courage. Um, and another thing that our students will learn is adaptive flexibility. And it, it is needed in preparation stage, uh, defining the problem, um, uh, to look at problems from different perspectives. Uh, another thing that people, people learn by doing art, they learn how to tolerate ambiguity. And tolerance uh, for you know uh, ambiguity mm-hmm. and tolerance for it, uh, and of course its ability to operate effectively in a certain environment. Uh, they learn to redefine old problems, find new problems to solve, take sensible risks. Uh, they learn to follow in inner passion. So there is a lot of learning can be that can be applicable to any areas of our students' lives. And actually, being creative defines your success in life. So one, uh, you know, 2010 survey found that over 1,500 executives valued creativity as the most crucial business skill in modern world. So creativity is the most crucial business skill. So in a knowledge economy, students need to be ready uh, to learn independently, constantly adapt, innovate, uh, creative problem solve, and that's what you know, modern employers are looking for. So, you know, uh, that's very, amb- it sounds very ambitious, but we actually prepare people for life. You know, we help them uh, to, be, to, to become more creative. Wow. So it sounds like there's a lot of important things that you learn with art. Yes, exactly. So the art is a wonderful way of providing you with life skills. Because creative process is absolutely crucial for for beneficial employment, for learning for students and for their emotional health. Health. Um, that's what they get when 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 you take a simple art class. You get much more benefit than just 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 enjoying it. You mentioned about how the uh, students early on they're apprehensive, they're scared that they don't know how to be creative. Well, it seems like uh, your art studio is synonymous. It's famous for treating the students like family. Is that uh, an important thing? Uh, It is extremely uh, important to us. You know, know, families want the best for each other, right? And they Mm -hmm. want each other to find fulfillment in what they do. 
And we uh, we state on our website and we state when we meet people that every person who who comes to our studios, like we treat we treat them like family. Uh, and to us, it means that we welcome them with open hearts and we encourage them to try new things and we celebrate their success. Uh, and we, our studio is very positive. It's non-judgmental, free zone. We encourage our students to be just the way they are. And uh, we always give them positive feedback. We, we encourage them to explore and innovate. So this is what, what it means to us to treat them like family. And along with the educational, like you said, the treating them like family obviously is going to uh, help them uh, emotionally. It's going to relax. It's going to inspire. It's going to improve their emotional health, it seems like. Exactly. Is that correct? Yes, it is. You know, we have, uh, and uh, that that was kind of interesting to me, what kind of students we are getting. And we get a very wide range of students and very wide range of reasons why people come to our to our uh, art classes or our art events. We have a lot of people who are dealing with personal loss. We have a lot of people who are dealing with illnesses. We have a lot of people who are dealing with an anxiety. Uh, and especially in this time of of uh, pandemic and uh, all this uncertainty and this with all this political climate, people are stressed and they come to us to distress, to to find joy, to find relief for that. And uh, art helps you relax because it can be an expression of an anxiety and stress, ex- expression of an of the anxiety and stress from your body into the medium. A way of getting it, so to speak, out of your system, and uh, uh, you know, you you get another way of expressing your emotions in in very controlled uh, environment, positive environment. So yes, art, uh, uh, you know, especially art, you know, there are many techniques of art therapy that. Uh, meditative, quiet, and calming, and help soothe symptoms of stress and nervousness. And we, we always play nice music. The, the, our studio is very nicely decorated. We speak in soft voices. So we want people to feel very relaxed and enjoy the process. And it's, it's actually healing to people. I hear it over and over again from, from our students that it's very helpful to them. Exactly. So it seems like, I mean, you have the emotional support there, plus just allowing them to express themselves. I mean, why is it so important for young people to express themselves? Um, you know, it's very interesting. We rely on language. The, the, the majority of us rely on language as uh, the only one way of expressing ourselves, Right. The majority of us don't know about other ways of expressing ourselves. So uh, by being able to express oneself on a physical medium, teens gain a voice that uh, they otherwise may have not even been able to access. You know, that's, and a lot of teenagers are not very skilled with language. They're not very skilled to expressing their emotions. I mean, I, I'm a mother of 16 year old son. So, you know, I pretty, <laughs> I very well know how it is with, with these teenage boys. They're not very expressive in language. Uh, so we are giving them another way of expressing this, themselves. 
another thing is uh, teenage, uh, teenagers frequently feel as if uh, they don't have a lot of control in their life. Um, everything is controlled by parents, by school, so everything is defined by somebody else. But when you come to the art studio and you receive this, you, you look at this uh, white canvas, you are, you are in control of what's going to happen to this canvas. You are in total control of your artwork. So uh, they, they gain the sense of control doing their, their, you know, while doing the creative, going through creative pr- process. Um, and of course, by acquiring a progressively refined skill such painting and drawing and sculpting, young people can gain the confidence they need as their talents begin to improve. They can see the results. So if you do things over time and you put an effort, uh, and you can, you, they, they actually learn that they can uh, get better and better, you know? And another thing that we we see uh, all the time that uh, people gain, uh, teenagers gain an amazing satisfaction when they look uh, at the complete artwork. They they get a great sense of accomplishment, and it's very it's it affects them very positively. Uh, and of course, it helps them to find a lifelong interest. You know, it's a coping mechanism for them that can replace uh, risky and dangerous behaviors. Uh, you know, art therapy and uh, any kind of art acts as an aid to those struggling with depression, you know, substance abuse, low self-esteem, and other serious issues. So, of course, like we were talking before, art really helps get people out of their comfort zone. Why is it important to step out of your comfort zone? You know, we uh, as children, uh, we are natural risk takers. But as we get older and we learn to fear failure, you know, as I mentioned, uh, how adults come to my class. You know, I work a lot with six-year-olds, and uh, they have absolutely no fear. You know, you ask them to paint, they start painting immediately, they absolutely love it, and nothing can stop them. You know, you start working with adults, and all of a sudden you have to spend 20 minutes of your class convincing them that it's going to be okay, that there is no expectations, there is no grades. Uh, you, you know, don't worry about failing. There is no failure in, in, in art. So we do get set in our, in our ways. You know, and uh, unfortunately, this this comes at a high cost to our tremendous potential for lifelong growth and transformation. You know, as John, uh, the author John Gardner wrote in his self renew uh, book, uh, he wrote, "We pay heavy price for our fear of failure." You know, and um, in in our comfort zone, there is a sense of familiarity, security, and certainty. And when we step out of our comfort zone, we are taking a risk. We are opening ourselves up to the possibility of stress and anxiety. We are not quite sure what's going to happen, how we're going to react. Um, so stepping regularly out of our comfort zone prepare us for life's real challenges. You know, we, we learn problem solving. We learn to ad- uh, adaptive flexibility. And, oh, my God, look at this, tw- uh, you know, 
this uh, 2020 year is teaching us uh, that all kinds of nightmare scenarios are possible, and we better be ready for it, right? Exactly. The the more you step out of your comfort zone, the more you are prepared for life challenges. Now, of course, the nice thing is at the art studio, you have an assistant. Tell us about her. You know, I am I am absolutely thrilled uh, that Hannah is working with me at art at our art studio because she has a very unique way of connecting with with children and teaching them art. She is very um, nice nice person, and she has skills to teach kids and adults. Uh, she received her bachelor's degree in. Uh, interdisciplinary studies of fine art and religious studies from University of Cincinnati. So she um, she has a degree in art. Um, and uh, she is a, an absolutely wonderful portrait uh, painter. She, I have a greatest respect for her talent. So when are your classes? When? Um, when yeah we we teach uh, right now we're teaching uh, art camp um and uh, we still have regular classes in the evening so if you uh, if people go to our website we have a whole schedule of classes and they start uh late afternoon and we offer adult classes in the evenings and we have open studio hours where people can come and they can explore their interests during the weekend and on top of that, we offer art art uh, workshops, uh, you know, and we 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 offer art events. So people have a wide range of of choices uh, for for art classes at our studio. So it sounds like uh, you teach to a wide variety of ages and skill levels. I mean, it sounds like a really great opportunity to express yourself and to be able to heal yourself through art. Yes, exactly. We we every age can benefit from uh taking an art class, you know. Every age uh, age group can benefit from it. The teenagers, uh adults, seniors, uh we can all benefit uh from creative creative activities. So before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web can we find out more about you and your art studio? You know, we, uh, the best way to learn about us is on our website, uh, which is Kenai Art Studio. It's K-E-N-A-I, Kenai Art Studio. And Kenai actually means black bear in native, native Alaskan language. Um, so KenIArtStudio.com is the best way to learn about us, and we have KenIArtStudio has an Instagram, so you can uh, take a look at our uh, gallery, you know, of, of photographs, and you can see what we're doing. Excellent. Thank you, Katya. I've uh, enjoyed having you on the show today. Yes, and if I uh, may mention that uh, first 15 people who call us, uh, and our phone number is on our website. They will receive free art class. So I welcome oh, cool. I welcome your listeners to to give us a call and and come and experience our studio. Sounds great. I'm sure they'll be excited about that. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. 
Thank you so much, James. I appreciate it. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Join us today is Lane Pence from Fast Signs. We're excited to learn all about Fast Signs. Lane, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So who is Fast Signs? Fast Signs is a national sign brand that was founded in the, in the mid-'80s, and uh, each is independently owned and operated. We primarily do uh, business signage, but we also do special event signs and banners for individuals. And uh, I own the one in Norwood uh, across from Lowe's. That is awesome. I saw on your website, like, of course, with everything going on this year with the COVID, you were doing special ones, and you probably do them every year, but I just saw it on there where you're doing, like, special graduation signs or happy birthday signs or different signs that celebrate different milestones, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah, well, thank you. It's uh, Obviously, it's been an unusual year in many ways, but we've been – you know, uh, excited to help people celebrate and kind of adjust. It's kind of fun to see people kind of adapt and, and still find ways to uh, communicate with one another. And, um, gosh, we've done quite a few of those, birthdays, anniversaries, welcome home. Uh, we had a, a student who finally made it home from somewhere over, and uh, they were volunteering in Africa. So all kinds of really cool projects we were able to help out with. That is so cool that you're able to, you know, really uh, help these people celebrate, help these people um, enjoy uh, a special moment in their lives. What are your hours of operation? We're open uh, Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. And like I said, we're primarily serving the business community, but we also do a lot, um, you know, virtually because we're 100% cloud-based, so all the proofs and, and payment and all that can be done over the phone with contactless pickup if required. That is awesome. So tell us about your team. So we have a, uh, a you know, we're relatively uh, small to mid-sized signed company, a custom. We have a full-time degree designer, a full-time production and installation professional that's got uh, – Gosh, I don't know, about six, seven years in the industry. I do have a outside account manager for our, our larger business accounts, uh, myself, and then an inside uh, salesperson. And, uh, you know, we're able to do everything from, you know, channel letters outside of a building with a bucket truck down to, you know, small, uh, small uh, directional signs or, you know, um, yard signs and things like that. Awesome. So, of course, with COVID-19, I would be surprised if you haven't uh, picked up some extra business because of people needing to, like you said, the directional signs or to explain things to uh, customers. Yeah, we've been fortunate. Like a lot of uh, other businesses, we've uh, had some customers, uh, you know, some of our largest customers are professional sports teams, universities here in town. Um, and, of course, those have um, not been ordering from us, but because of the unique circumstances, some of our other uh, customers have needed more things, uh, more signs, you know, social distancing dots on the floor that you see, um, maybe A-frame signs outside uh, notifying people on how to, how to you know, properly enter a, a location. 
And so for us, it's kind of uh, actually been a wash, but we feel very war- uh, fortunate to be able to uh, replace some of that lost revenue with some revenue that and, and help people keep everybody safe. And then, of course, um, I understand you do some really great exhibits and displays that uh, for different uh, either businesses or maybe even museums. Mm-hmm. We do. We, uh, we've done several museums in town with uh, wall murals and uh, case wraps and things like that. Um, one, of our, one of our key products that we really take a lot of pride in is our wall murals. So if you're downtown and you're at City Club and you walk in, there's a uh, 12-foot-tall mural of the Roebling Bridge. We have one in the um, uh, Reds Hall of Fame and Museum that we did and, and several others in town, and, and we really like those projects. They're a lot of fun. And, you know, there are a lot of impact for the, uh, uh, for the cost of the project. And along with the, uh, the products you offer, you offer great services. I understand there's uh, shipping, installation, and uh, graphic design. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, you know, the shipping in, is kind of uh, mostly we're, we're local, but we, we do serve customers all over the country as required. Sometimes local customers prefer to use us so we can ship out uh, graphics to them. Uh, the graphic design, like I said, we have a, a degreed, uh, a very talented degreed designer on staff who, if we have a new small business, we're happy to create a, uh, a logo, a logo package, a style sheet for them. And, of course, the install, uh, we probably install probably about, uh, you know, half of the larger projects that we do, and um, and we can install anything up through uh, – you know, large channel letters on the side of a building. Where on social media, where on the web can we find out more about Fast Signs? Well, of course, FastSigns.com. Uh, our location is FastSigns.com slash 352. And on social media, we're at FastSigns352 on all, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and, and Twitter. And like I said, we're in Norwood across from Lowe's, right, uh, right off of Ridge Road, uh, great location next to 71 and, and Norwood Lateral, so we're not too far from anybody. We're literally in the middle of the city. Sounds great, Lane. Thank you for joining us today. It's been my pleasure, and uh, thank you for having me.